Hello everyone, my name is Christian. Welcome back to TechPoint. Today our guest is Anna, the head of marketing at NetHunt CRM. Hello. Hey Christian, thanks a lot for inviting me. It's a pleasure to join you today. Thank you for joining the podcast. At first, please tell us what your company does. Uh, NetHunt CRM is actually a CRM system uh, and it is focusing mainly for businesses that rely on outbound sales. So uh, it doesn't mean that we um, are not suitable for those who rely on inbound, uh, but uh, we know that it's uh, a challenge for uh, companies to unite their outbound processes in a single system. So this is something that we deal with. Right. And what do you see is the biggest problem that the product solves? Well, um, regarding CRM, this list of problems actually can be endless. Um, at a certain time uh, of company development, every business need a CRM system. Yes. Uh, so the problems are um, decentralized, messy, duplicated customer data, unstructured uh, processes, um, unpredictable uh, sales forecast and unpredictable number of deals that um, you, the sales team is going to close and the revenue actually you uh, uh, the, your business can get. Uh, yes. Yeah. Also, uh, this is um, uh, absence of the vis visibility of the current deals, uh, every stage of this deal, um, uh, what exact team member is doing and what yes. they are working on. Yeah, so uh, misalignment of sales <laughs> and marketing teams. <laughs> so really, <laughs> I I, yeah, yeah, we can record the separate podcasts just uh, mentioning Problems. the, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Awesome. Thank you for sharing. Yeah. Uh, I'm curious to know what are the top three most loved customer features? Okay. So the first one is uh, NetHunt's integration with the Gmail and Google Workspace. Um, of course, I might be biased and I am biased, but you won't find uh, this level of integration into Google ecosystem uh, in any other CRM system. So you okay. can manage the entire sales process. Your customer leads see the pipeline tasks uh, automations pipeline from your inbox. If you are in calendar and you have the calendar event, you can jump uh, to your CRM record right from the calendar. So you have the entire, you know, uh, history of previous communication uh, yes. with the lead. Yeah, so you're always in the context. Uh, so uh, this is feature number one. Feature mm -hmm. number two is our sales automation workflows. We have a very powerful module. Uh, this is very customizable. You can actually uh, automate the entire pipeline from lead generation to data enrichment to sales engagement, uh, actually to the deal closure. So this is feature number two. And uh, feature number three, uh, this is our integration with LinkedIn and messengers. Mm -hmm. So uh, we can generate uh, leads from LinkedIn and add publicly available data on LinkedIn directly to uh, nice. CRM. Yeah, the same with messengers, like with WhatsApp, you can receive okay. and send messages from WhatsApp uh, direct, like without leaving a CRM. All right, let's take a quick break and introduce you to Dealfront. Now, we all know that getting through to decision makers can feel like breaking through a fortress. But picture this, a tool that not only promises, but delivers. Imagine if your sales and marketing team could target ideal fit leads and close deals all within a single platform. 
and that platform is Dealfront. How is Dealfront different? Its revenue engine is fueled by live European data in multiple languages, providing you with insights and access that other tools simply can't match. No more struggling to find the right decision makers. With Dealfront, it's as easy as few clicks. Here's the magic. With Dealfront, you can harness three layers of data, market signals, web visitors, and EU company databases. And there's no need to worry about compliance. Dealfront meets Europe's strict standards, ensuring GDPR compliance and competitors can match. Ready to revolutionize your approach to leads and deals? Grab your free demo today at dealfront.com. That's D-E-A-L-F-R-O-N-T.com. Don't miss out on the future of successful deal-making with Dealfront. Thank you so much, Dealfront, for sponsoring this episode. Now, let's get back to it. What companies are using NetHunt CRM? And can companies that aren't using uh, Google uh, Drive, Google Workforce, Mm -hmm. uh, use your product? Mm-hmm. So uh, at the moment, uh, only those businesses who use Google Workspace or Gmail can be our users. Okay. Uh, maybe um, uh, when this podcast is going to be live, uh, this is going to change because this mm-hmm. is something that is in our roadmap. So we okay. are working on it. Uh, regarding the customers, so... Um, The system is very customizable. So it can be, uh, sometimes our customers call it like a Lego. So they can change everything because I know that lots of CRMs, they are quite hard coded. So you can't change the pipeline, even like the number of stages that you have. So in NetHunt, it's absolutely different. So you can rename folders, uh, you can add as many uh, fields into the record as you need. So this is why we have uh, customers from various industries, from yep. Amazon sellers to nonprofit organizations to business consultancies, lead generation agencies, construction companies. Uh, but all of these businesses are from the B2B uh, yes. b- businesses. So we are not suitable for e-commerce uh, businesses. Okay. Do you have yeah. a favorite customer success story that you can share with us? Hmm. Maybe without giving any names, if if you're uh, not allowed, okay. but uh, some numbers or some some how you uh, help them exactly. Okay. Uh, well, we have. Uh, I'm talking a lot with our customers because we, you know, uh, record some customer stories. Uh, our customers are amazing. Sometimes they use our product the way that I didn't know it is possible even to yeah. use. <laughs> and uh, when I'm on the calls, I'm like. Wow, <laughs> guys, you are really tech savvy. So um, I can tell you um, one uh, story uh, of a customer. Uh, uh, it's a bit different because with most of our customers, we speak online because, you know, they are all over the, the world. Yes. But once I visited uh, this company personally, so I'll share their story. So this is a French agency. They are doing lead generation for their customers. So uh, they managed to unite uh, all of their customers in a single workspace, uh, in a CRM uh, workspace. So they massively use our workflows. So they launch very complex sequences uh, like follow-ups, tasks, notifications, uh, because sometimes uh, they uh, get the response like, uh, I'm not interested in your product at the moment. Uh, Just give me a call uh, in three months. So before using NetHunt, they were losing these opportunities. And now, like with this automation, with automatic tasks, uh, they 
they never forget about those deals. So they told me that uh, in two, for, for the period of two years, they increased the number of their customers five times. So I was like, wow, I'm really happy that NetHunt, <laughs> you know, can contribute to yes. success of the company at this level. Awesome. Thank you for sharing. Yeah. How about the pricing? How does it work? Uh, so we are a SaaS company, so we uh, charge uh, per uh, users uh, in a workspace. Mm -hmm. uh, we do have both uh, monthly or annual subscriptions. Uh, the pricing starts from uh, $25 per user if paid uh, annually. Uh, it covers all the basic functionality. Our most popular plan that contains uh, all the necessary integrations and uh, automation uh, costs $48 uh, per user per month. And like the most advanced cost uh, $96 per user. Okay. Okay. That's yeah. great. And what's the differentiator between NetHunt CRM and other CRM uh, software? And how competitive is this market from your perspective? Competitive. I don't know. Have you heard about any other CRM system? Never. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think that this is one of the most competitive uh, industries. Yes. Uh, yeah. With some of the uh, CRMs that have been on the market, uh, it seems like forever. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's a bit challenging, but we have some differentiators that to help us uh, stand out uh, on the market. As I mentioned, this is our focus on uh, outbound functionality. So uh, uh, I think there is not a lot of tools that can uh, unite both CRM and sales engagement features. So this is something that we do. Uh, and our customization. As I also mentioned, this is something that when our customers see that, they're like, wow, that's great that we don't have to adjust our processes and build them around the possibilities of CRM system, but it works vice versa. Like uh, they can adjust CRM to the, to the processes that already established and work good. And when they see some bottlenecks uh, that are reflected in the CRM, then they can change, of course, their uh, processes. Good. And now we arrived at the second part of the podcast. Okay. I want to hear the company story, if you're familiar with it, and if you can, uh, if you can share it. Yeah, of course. Uh, so uh, our co-founder and CEO, he was working for a company that was implementing large and complex CRM systems for uh, more of enterprise level companies. Okay. So he was traveling around uh, US and Europe um, and uh, giving trainings and implementations for those businesses. Mm -hmm. uh, but he was always wondering that um, they implement in tons of features and businesses pay a lot of money but at the end of the day uh, most of those features and reports uh, are not used by the uh, by the companies uh, and uh, it was it really uh, cost a lot of money and time and resources to implement those uh, th those systems so he wondered why a CRM system, can't be something of, uh, I don't know, Slack that you downloaded it and started using it straight away. So he liked that idea and he decided to make it a reality. That's awesome. And <laughs> do you know uh, in what year they started? Yeah, of course. It was 2015. 2015. And when exactly did you join? Uh, 
uh, I joined the team 2018, uh, 19, just before COVID started. <laughs> <laughs> good, good. Yeah. How, how big is the overall team right now? Uh, we are around 35 people all around the company through the engineering product team, uh, marketing, sales, uh, customer success and growth. Okay. And uh, what would you say was your biggest challenge since joining in 2019? Uh, in 2018, the challenge was like to survive, but this was one of our most, you know, uh, I, I would say the years that we, we had the most straightforward, uh, growth, uh, because at the beginning, everything, you know, was unstable, unpredictable businesses didn't know what, what to do and what outcomes yes. we're going to have. Yeah, yeah. But at the, but at the end of the day, like due to the fact that uh, a lot of businesses started working like remotely and they realized that they need a system and something, you know, to be uh, on the same page with the entire team. So, yeah, I think this is like, the, it was like market driven, yeah. let's say. Yeah. Uh, but speaking about the challenges, uh, like the current ch challenges that we have, I, I think this is a constant challenge. Finding the most revenue generating channels, scaling them and optimizing them for um, effectiveness. Because uh, again, like uh, economies are changing, uh, market is changing and we have to constantly adapt to that. Right. And yeah. uh, is it, did you raise any money or is it a bootstrapped company? Uh, for now, it's a bootstrapped uh, company. Uh, we understand that uh, attracting uh, investments is, is very uh, responsible because when we have external money, we have to understand what to do with them and how to use those money effectively, you know, yes. to, to capitalize on our growth. So uh, this is not our story to attract money and to drain all of them, I don't know, to Google Ads or to <laughs> redesigning our website. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but uh, I would say that uh, now we are as ready as never uh, for attracting those external investments if we decide that it aligns with our uh, strategic goals. Right, because you have something scalable and, you know, you invest an amount yeah. and you get a return and... Yeah. Yes, yeah. Good, good, good. Very good. Um, how about the go-to-market strategy? What's the thing that works best for you right now? Mm -hmm. uh, so historically, we've been um, acquiring new uh, customers and relying uh, just for inbound. Mm -hmm. So... Uh, our website, uh, organic traffic, and our content marketing uh, contributed a lot to that. Uh, and this is reasonable because uh, through the organics, we get people with the highest buyer intent. So they are searching for something and we are bringing it in front of their eyes. 100%. Uh, yeah. Um, but on different markets, we have some other channels, of course, that bring us customers. So it can be also our partners um, uh, on smaller markets. Uh, word of mouth and offline events also work good for us. Yeah, this is good. something. <laughs> Thank you for sharing. What is your vision for the future of, uh, of the company? Um, 
I think that uh, whether we want it or not, we have to work uh, in the direction of AI because uh, I've been recently uh, reading the report published by Paddle. So mm -hmm. uh, they were analyzing the SaaS uh, businesses in, two, in 2023. Yes. So for the first time since 2019, uh, there was like a negative growth at the end of the year. So it was minus four. But of well, course, there was some companies that uh, were still growing. So these were the companies who were either AI native or they were um, uh, monetizing their AI features. Yeah. So yeah, that, that, that's predictable. Uh, also, we'll be for sure strengthening our outbound uh, functionality in terms of uh, adding new channels for the sales engagement. Uh, and also, as I've mentioned, we'll be also trying to be integrated with uh, Outlook or uh, Microsoft uh, users so that it will help us to, um, to increase our market share. Great insights. I love Pedal and uh, I'm sure that the report yeah. is really helpful. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it is. Awesome. Now I'd love to know how you started your career. Uh, basically, what's your story? Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so um, I started my career uh, at the advertising technology company. Uh, so they were also having uh, as their own product and service as well. And I was starting as the uh, assistant to the CMO. So I was doing all the tasks that were given to me, like, I don't know, translations, finding something, analyzing <laughs> something, reports, uh, everything. Yes. Uh, then uh, I was like going more into content uh, and PR. And content is something that I really love even until now. This is like my passion, content marketing. This is something that I love. Yes. And uh, then, like, uh, all over time, I was the promoted to the head of marketing at that company. Uh, we were also organizing an offline ad tech uh, event. We had uh, speakers from, like, Google, Facebook. That was great experience. Um, at that company, we were using NetHunt uh, internally as our CRM system. Okay. Yeah. So, so I used it. I loved it. Uh, <laughs> and I joined then the team. Uh, also for the position of the content and PR, and then I was promoted to head of marketing. This is an amazing story. I love it. <laughs> yeah. What would be your best piece of advice for a starting marketer or let's say to you when you are just uh, starting out, when you are okay. 20 years old or something? Yeah. So uh, I would say um, not to be afraid to take the responsibility and to be accountable for what you do. This is something that is appreciated by the companies. So when you are uh, initiating some activities, you are um, responsible for the, uh, like the process and you are accountable for uh, the results. Um, I was never afraid to... Uh, to share my ideas on something that I see that can be improved. I think that this is something that helped me uh, over the time to be promoted. Um, yeah. Also, I think that at the beginning of my career, um, 
uh, I was trying to focus on too many things at the same time. I mean, I, I wanted to do YouTube content. I want to do written content. I want to write, I don't know, for media, uh, to, to know the algorithm of, uh, Facebook advertising and, you know, all the stuff, but it is quite difficult. It's better to, uh, be more engaged into like two or, um, I don't know, like in a few channels, uh, yeah. to be more confident in them, to know how to scale them. And once they are set to move on to others, I think that this is really important. Okay. I have one last question for you. Yeah. What's your favorite SaaS product that you use? But apart from NetHunt CRM, I know you love it you uh, in the past, <laughs> yeah. but apart yeah. from it, one, one other recommendation. Um, I use lots of tools, of course, uh, but maybe you can do a top three. Um, uh, I'll mention just one. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, started using it, uh, maybe two weeks ago. Uh, I used a very similar tool. Uh, I won't name it, uh, but there <laughs> were some issues. So, uh, I started using, I connected, uh, mouse flow. Uh, to our uh, website. So this mm -hmm. is something that helps me to see the user behavior on the website. Uh, and uh, we were A-B testing something for the last uh, like two weeks. And I've got lots of insights of what, what can be improved, on what I should do and what I shouldn't do. So this is like my recent finding and I can uh, suggest it to other marketers to try it. Awesome. Thank you so much. <laughs> Is there anything else that you want to mention today on the podcast? Uh, no, I'm just really very grateful for the conversation. Uh, this is the great uh, ending of the working week. Yeah, so that was pleasure <laughs> to have this conversation. Thank you so much, Anna. You did fantastic and I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, thanks.